Welcome to episode 23 of the Pregactive Podcast as we talk with Carla Johnson, dietitian and nutritionist, all about listeria in pregnancy. Hi, I'm Karen, the founder of Pregactive, and through this Pregactive Podcast, I'm going to help you to feel empowered, informed, and confident through your pregnancy and motherhood journey as we talk all things health, mind, and fitness. So listeria in pregnancy, it's a a big topic, food safety, and uh, we have Carl Johnson, our nutritionist and dietitian here with us today to talk a little bit more about it. Now, before we begin, we have had Carla on the podcast before, so if you haven't listened through to our low iron in pregnancy, make sure you head back and, and check that one out. But just give us a bit of intro into who you are for those who don't know you, Carla. Well, thanks again for having me back, Karen. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to talk about listeria because it, it's a big big topic when I think when you're pregnant. Um, so a little bit about me is that I'm an accredited practicing dietitian and nutritionist and also the owner of the Nutrition Circle. And we're really all about that kind of easy, simple um, nutrition information. And I love working with women because, you know, I just feel like when women are on top of everything and they're feeling really positive and, you know, living a healthy lifestyle, they have that potential to spread that um, to others around them. And, you know, for me, food is a real joy. It's it, it should always be an enjoyable experience. And, you know, the art of cooking and preparing food is a really nurturing way of caring for ourselves. And it's a really special thing to pass on to others as well. So um, that's where that's where and why I started and, um, and am a dietitian today. So what is listeria? So it's, it's literally the first thing I think everyone talks about when they fall pregnant. What can you eat? What can't you eat? I think it's like at the top of the, the letter that you get from your doctor, like make sure you look out for listeria. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I guess it, it is. It's super, super important because prevention is definitely better than treatment. So Listeriosis is actually um, the condition. It's a very rare but serious disease that's caused by a bacteria called listeria that can survive and grow on food. And so it's actually really common for many of us to eat foods that um, has listeria on it, um, and it doesn't actually normally affect us. But there are certain groups of people, such as women who are pregnant, where it actually um, can become quite serious um, and can require hospitalisation because there is a risk of death. Um, so listeria as the bacteria is actually found commonly in our environment and it lives in things like the soil um, as well as raw foods. And unlike other types of foodborne bacteria, listeria is super risky because it continues to grow um, even at refrigeration temperature, whereas other types of bacteria will tend to stay dormant and not until they come out of the fridge will they then multiply and grow. So that's why it's, um, it's a real concern. Again, typically it's those foods that are are raw or that have been, you know, um, cooked and chilled, I guess, and, you know, um, displayed in cabinets or or refrigeration. And again, it's because that um, ability to grow under those cold temperatures, which is why it's it's a concern. 
So we're talking about things like your chilled seafood, like raw oysters, um, sashimi and sushi, which I'm really sad to say. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. Um, Your smoked and ready to eat seafood and your cooked and ready to eat prawns. All the cold meats from your delicatessen counters um, and any, I guess, sandwich bars when you're out and about. Um, It also includes those packaged ready sliced um, meats that you find, you know, in the supermarket shelves that although might look all preserved and lovely, they also are a high risk. Cooked, um, cold, ready to eat chicken, whether that's whole or in portions or diced. Rock melon. Um, pre-prepared or pre-packaged vegetables or fruit sal- fruits, sorry, I should say. Um, and again, that's out when you're out and about too. So if you're at a restaurant or one of those, um, you know, buffet style restaurants. Soft, semi-soft and surface ripened cheeses. So I think everyone knows about them. Like we all know that they carry that listeria risk. And we're talking about things like brie, camembert, ricotta, blue cheese or feta cheese. Any refrigerated pate or meat spreads like liverwurst, um, soft serve ice cream and unpasteurized dairy products. And I think the only thing I'm not sad about in that whole list is pate. Like I don't care for pate, oh. but everything else. <laughs> Karen, you're missing, yeah. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. We were out, we were um, we were staying away and we went out for dinner and my husband, we, we were walked into this place and it was a Sunday and they had a Sunday roast buffet. And it was so funny because you could see his eyes just be like, yes, this is amazing. And I was just like, buffet, yeah, I don't know how long everything's been sitting there. Sorry, we're going to have to go somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so heartbreaking. But it's just, I mean, for me personally, everybody's different in their pregnancy and how how they make their choices. But for me, that was just like, you know what, I would love to eat this, but. If this causes me to be sick, like, it's just not worth it. No, and that's it, isn't it? Um, and you got to remember, it's just for nine months, yeah? Yeah, right. So that brings me to the next point. So listeria, so other people in the general population can consume these things. Why is it that in pregnancy it's at such a high risk? Yeah, so, um, and I guess I'm just going to acknowledge here that so I guess we talk about these vulnerable groups. So pregnant women fall into that as well as their unborn and um, newborn babies, but also the elderly are also um, at a high risk of this um, condition. Um, And also those who have a weakened immune system. So perhaps someone who might be going through um, cancer treatment or a transplant um, patient or even someone with diabetes, they're all, I guess it's anyone who has a compromised immune system. And that's as you said, normally if you're not pregnant or um, not part of those other groups, we have a great immune system that can fight off these bugs and bacteria, and it's no problem. But when you are pregnant, um, because everything's working so hard, your immune system drops. And therefore, you know, this is almost listeria is like this little intruder that enters the body and goes, oh, all right, I'd like to live here, thanks. Um, And, you know, we'll will travel through the intestinal wall and then kind of reside in our bodies, which again, that's, we're full of bacteria. It sounds strange, but that's true. But it kind of is a, I guess, a negative um, bacteria or a bad bacteria. And, and that's where that infe- infection can start. And once that starts, your body doesn't have the ability to fight that off and um, rebalance 
the environment, I guess, with better bacteria. So, and if that continues to, um, you know, I guess fester, that infection can then spread to your baby and that's where the risk is because, again, they don't have the immune system to be able to fight that off. Mm. Yeah, wow. So talking about prawns, <laughs> because it's that thing, you know, you sit there and you go, what did that person say? What did, what did that info sheet that I got say? Which ones am I allowed to eat? So can you just talk us through eating prawns? Yeah, I think it's a really nice example um, just for people to remember Um, because it is really, really tricky. And I guess my tip is always think about the food safety side of it and where and when it's been, you know, cooked and stored. So as a rule, um, you know, trace back to where your food has been bought, cooked, cooled, and then, you know, in what order this has happened. So let's talk about prawns because... Um, I guess when we think about prawns that we buy from the supermarket, um, so the prawns are typically there, you know, they're caught from the sea and they're um, either cooked there and then on the boat and then frozen or they're left raw but still frozen, um, which means that they can then be transported to your local fish store or the supermarket. So once they arrive at at your local um, fish store, the prawns will then be thawed out um, and stored in that, you know, lovely cabinet that's, you know, refrigerated for you to, to have a squeeze at and then purchase from. And this is, I guess, that's the point where you're going to have that risk of listeria contamination because um, you've either then got your raw uncooked prawns but also your cooked prawns that are both exposed to the elements in that refrigerated cabinet. And depending how long it's been sitting there, who's handled it, you know, what the temperature of that fridge is, is where that ability of listeria is to to grow and um, and multiply. So therefore, I guess if you're buying the cooked prawns and eat them without reheating, then you've got a really, really high chance of um, contracting listeria because it's just been sitting there opening the elements and then you've just consumed it. So I would actually recommend buying the uncooked prawns because then you can take them home and then you're going to cook them yourself to a really, really high heat and kill off any of that listeria bacteria that might be might be living them, living on the prawns. And then from there, you can then store them appropriately um, or eat them straight away. So that's how I would look at it in terms of how you choose what to eat or particular types of prawns. Food safety is so important and you know we do take it for granted that we live in a world that has such good standards normally and that it is the rare case that there's issues. But even things like washing salads and bean sprouts is an interesting one that people don't necessarily think about. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as I said earlier, so listeria lives in our environment and particularly in, in soils. So, again, think about when you're buying your um any of your fresh salad items or or your bean shoots, like they've they've obviously been green in the in the soil, and then depending on the washing, um, you know how well they've been washed either at the farm or if you're buying, you know how often do you pick up the the bag of um, baby spinach and it's washed and ready to eat? But I guess the question is how well it has been washed. So, um, you know, and again, how long has it sat there on the supermarket shelf? So it's really important that if you're you know, purchasing those types of foods as you bring them home and that you eat them well within the best before date and that you wash them thoroughly. So you are getting rid of any of that um, potential soil that might be still on the 
on the leaves. Um, so they are usually fine. I guess what I'm saying is, you know, mm. it's not something to avoid completely, but you just need to be quite vigilant about, you know, what you're choosing and how long you store them for. Bean shoots. And again, I guess thinking about alfalfa sprouts, you know, your mung bean shoots, they, tep- they typically, um, I would say, are probably a no-no. And that's because you don't tend to wash your alfalfa or, or mung beans as, as well because then they'll go really mushy and really yucky. So I guess, again, it's that risk of getting rid of the soil and the bacteria is going to be more difficult. So I'd probably leave them off the list during pregnancy. And there's so much in garnishes. Like, you know, you have your whatever, but then there's always these little garnishes. It's like, <laughs> just don't eat them. That's right. Yeah, just leave <laughs> you them. You don't know where they've been. Yeah. And they've been probably just sitting there ready to be put on the meal that, like, they don't think about refrigeration or, you know, as strict as other things. You know, the other day I was in the food court and it made me really sad because I was walking around. It was a really, really hot day. And I just wanted something to eat. (laughs) And I looked at all my choices and I went literally the whole way around and I could not choose anything because there was all the pre-made sandwiches, all the pre-made salads. Mm. I did not feel like anything deep fried and I didn't feel like anything hot at all, really. So my choice actually came down to a smoothie. Yeah. (laughs) And it was like, well, if that's what I'm going to have to consume, it reminds me each time, make sure don't go to the shopping centre hungry. (laughs) But it's just, okay, this is something to be mindful of in pregnancy that if you don't have control of where it's been or how it's been prepared, um, then there is a higher risk. And it's not to say if you eat that salad sandwich that 100% you will get listeria, but, you know, what what are your odds and, and you know, you're going to mix it up. Yeah, and that's, I think you're really right, is just understanding um, that, yeah, when you are out and about and, and buying food that you are giving that um, that control to someone else. And, mm. you know, they have all the best intentions. And as you said earlier, we have really, really great standards in Australia about how we must must store and handle our food but it is just that you know potentially that one-off or that iffy or just you know you never know so hence that prevention (laughs) is much better than treatment yeah definitely so what are some take-home messages about food safety you would give yeah so again I think just be sensible (laughs) um you know as a dietitian I think it's really important that you are getting everything you need throughout this time Um, Because, you know, it's about you um, getting through your day. It's about your baby and giving them the best chance, um, you know, of early life. And we are actually recognising the importance of early nutrition for the development of bub later in life. So, you know, over-restricting food intake unnecessarily, you know, just what are you doing for the long term? So please be sensible. And I guess some of my tips, um, which is no different from, you know, anyone, I guess, following these two, but in particular, you know, avoid foods that are past its best before expiry date, you know, don't risk that one um, when you're pregnant. Refrigerate leftovers promptly um, and I guess use them within 24 hours or if you, you if you know you're not going to eat them, then freeze them. So at least, you know, you're not wasting the food that you've prepared, but you've got potentially um, a great a meal later on. Um, make sure you cook your food thoroughly so yes that means that 
you know, all your meats need to be well done, <laughs> you know, cook your chicken. So it's, you know, it's, it's cooked all the way through um, because it's about that really, really high temperature, which means that it will kill off any particular um, bugs or listeria that's, that's lurking around. Um, and I guess if you are reheating food, like reheat it until it's steaming hot, just, you know, then you again, definitely sure that there is no risk of that kind of lukewarm room temperature. Is it hot enough? Is it not? So if you are reheating food, just make sure that you are heating it to a really, really high temperature. It should be steaming hot just so again, there's no risk of um, any of that bacteria lurking around. What actually happens if a pregnant woman develops listeria? Yeah, so the symptoms of listeriosis, which is the infection, um, includes fever, muscle aches, and sometimes nausea and diarrhea. So um, I guess the, the real complications is that it can also cause septicemia, which is otherwise known as blood poisoning, um, or meningitis, which is that inflammation around the outside of the brain. Um, and that's where that risk of death is really high um, because of those complications. So Again, I'm going to say it again, it's about being cautious and, you know, prevention as opposed to, to treatment. So, and it can be treated if it's picked up through, um, a, you know, a really high dose of anti- antibiotics and it can be um, diagnosed through a blood test. Um, but the thing is, the tricky thing is that symptoms can start between three to 70 days with an average of around, you know, three weeks. That's when it tends to crop up. So thinking about that could be really hard to go back and track mm. when did you actually eat the contaminated food or where were you? So um, often that's a bit of a tricky thing that, you know, um, unless it was a really specific thing, it could have happened weeks ago and suddenly now you're getting those symptoms. So um, if you do, I guess, experience that, you know, again, please go speak to your healthcare team as soon as, you know, you have any of those um, symptoms of fever, muscle aches, nausea or diarrhoea. And I guess just to really Again, it all sounds a bit scary and a bit, you know, um, fearful, I guess. But the reality is that it is a quite rare condition because, you know, um, we're so good, I guess, at being um, preventative. Um, And I think I looked at the stats. The actual number of cases in Australia for listeriosis is only about 80 a year, and that includes everyone, so not just pregnant women. That includes those with elderly and children and, and so forth. So, you know, the, the rates are quite low, but I think, as I said, it's because we're so good at getting on top of it and, um, you know, not risking having a prawn or, you know, sneaking a slice of ham. Thank you so much for coming on board. And, and that is, it's a reminder to, to look after your body. Food safety is important. Don't stress yourself out. You need to get your nutrients into your body. So not eating Mm. (laughs) or avoiding everything or only having deep fried food because it's obviously hot. It's not the solution. Um, But being mindful and taking control of your own food prep is is a really good one to, to, you know, make sure that you're doing. Thank you so much for coming on board, Carla. Thank you. What a great discussion all about food safety and listeria in pregnancy. Hopefully those tips were handy for you and head over to pregactive.com for the show notes. Thanks for listening to the Pregactive podcast. We love hearing from you. So leave us a comment or a review. And hey, even request a future podcast when you head over to the show notes at pregactive.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend because the more, the merrier. See you next time.